Welcome back, Panther fans. I didn't change the background. I'm David Brown, along with Ryan Graham, Tim Thurber, and this is State of Atlanta. Welcome back, guys. How's it going, David? It's going well. It's going well. Ryan, I think you're muted. This yeah. It was all. I was just laughing at him. That's all. I didn't mute you at all. <laughs> he he knew really I was going to laugh at him, so he just went ahead and handled it. Uh, yeah, I didn't do that whatsoever. I don't know how to do that. I'm just making things up as I go along. Anyhow, yeah, so welcome back, guys. How was your week? Great. Great so far. After a win, man. Yeah, yeah it was a good uh, high-scoring game out there uh, against Monroe at home. That was. There's uh, no proof that you even watched it, so... I was watching the game. I couldn't make it out to the game uh, this week. There was um, uh, some scheduling difficulties with the children this week, so I needed to stay at home and take care of the kids while we uh, while we watched the game. We had a good time. Set the TV up out there on the patio. We had a few drinks. Kids didn't kill themselves, so it was all good. <laughs> but uh, always a win when they don't kill themselves. <laughs> always when they don't kill themselves. Yeah, I feel like that's what parenting is. It's just trying to keep kids from killing themselves, like over and over and over again. It's at least a good. It's 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 a good standard. It's it's a standard, I guess. That's the that's the success. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm going on almost four years now, keeping a kid alive. I never thought that was possible, personally. <laughs> All right. Well, you, we have got uh, the guys from the Black and Gold podcast uh, from App State to talk about the game coming up this week. So I'm gonna go ahead and add uh, AJ on here, and I guess uh, Charles will be joining us here shortly. Right? That is that right, AJ? Yeah, he'll be here in a second. Yeah, he probably had to go on a Miller Light run, but uh, he'll be here in a second. A cheers to him on that one. Absolutely. <laughs> well, welcome, AJ. Uh, so for those listening, uh, I just got off the phone with AJ and Charles talking about this preview game and a little bit about Georgia State history. It's a good time. I enjoyed it. I'll be sure to post a link to y'all's podcast episode so if anybody wants to go take a listen to that as well. Thank you. Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, actually, uh, funny story here for here. Oh, I'm getting a little feedback. Yeah, a little funny story here for uh, Ryan and Tim. We found out uh, a little teaser. Uh, their original name of their podcast they were tossing around was uh, State of App. So, all right hey now, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, but it, it lasted all of an hour, maybe uh, back in 2015. But it was it existed though for a brief moment in time. It was State of App. Excellent. Well, you've been, you guys, so you guys been doing this for a while, for five years. We was, this is only our second year. You've got yeah. a following with your App State fan base. I was looking at your social media, quite a bit of followers, a lot of interaction. Uh, it's been yeah. going well for you guys, huh? Yeah, no, it has. This is our sixth season. Um, it's been incredible. Yeah, we we uh, have a very, um, I think, legitimate voice in, in the in the fan base. Uh, we try our best to be reasonable. And David, actually, I kind of mentioned to you, I thought a lot of what you were saying was reasonable. And I, I think if you're going to have any sort of an influence, um, number one, you got to be positive or, I mean, we can have an influence to be negative, but if you want to be effective and, and like, like, and have the athletics department, like, like you, uh, you gotta be positive and reasonable. Um, but it's been great. We we've established, um, relationships with, uh, I mean, name a coach and and uh, Doug Gillen, our athletics director, is an awesome guy uh, from day one. Actually, when he got here, he told uh, the guy that was the SID at the time he lasted a year. He was terrible, but uh, he uh, he said treat him like media. And so Charles and I um, have been treated really well by App State. 
So you know, six seasons and we have a blast. We love doing it. Excellent. Well, I guess it's really easy to be reasonable when your team is winning every freaking game they play. <laughs> You'd be surprised, man. I mean, <laughs> listen, it, it, there's always malcontents no matter what. We actually joke all the time that there's always there are always fan cops, right? Like even when you're winning, somebody will say something like, oh, I didn't like our uniform combo. What happened to our uniform combos? And and then these other fans will say, well, look at these malcontents. They're you know, and and who would do that? Who would who would talk about uniforms and make fun of uniforms? Who would do that? Well, you guys, you guys complain about uniforms all the time. Is that, is I'm, look, I'm looking around at, at both co-hosts right now. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, we uh, we definitely talk about our uniforms quite a bit. <laughs> I'm the one who doesn't give a shit about the uniforms. Well, we you so so at the same time though we do we do fancy ourselves a little bit of like the keepers of culture, right? Mm-hmm. The keepers of App State history, which. You know, we're um, we have our school colors. And so when and that and there's something rooted in that, there's some meaning behind that. We just don't arbitrarily say, here's the uniform combo that we prefer. Uh, we, you know, we try to root it in something that has existed and something that that means something. So, um, for example, when we had the whiteout, we had a whiteout against Old Dominion in 2016. And we the, the when that promotion was announced, we were really vocal. You know, we, the athletics department likes us. We were very polite about it. But we said this kind of sucks because, you know, our colors are black and gold. There's something uh, menacing about being a team that wears all black on Saturday at home. That's not what a lot of teams do. A lot of times for teams wearing black is like a blackout. It's a special game. It's every game for us at home. We don't really care what we were on the road. Like, who cares? But there's something about deviating from that that just seemed like it kind of flew in the face of tradition. So we tried to tastefully oppose that without being ridiculous. But um, – Again, it was rooted. It wasn't rooted in. Oh, we don't like wideouts because they're lame. We didn't like them for us, and we think that we have a legitimate case to be made that they don't really fit App State football culture. But whatever. I mean, at the end of the day, we'd rather be a team that does a wideout once a year and wins eleven games than um, you know to have our all black. And you don't have to choose, but it's, yeah, it's that, that was kind of our take. They came out with a new helmet this year, a new white helmet for us with a new sticker on it that we absolutely hated. And then we went and we uh, took ECU uh, to the to the far bar, whatever the cliche is. And we're like, all right, well, if we can play like that, we'll wear that stupid helmet every freaking game. I want to go ahead and uh, welcome Charles here to the show as well. Welcome, Charles, for being here. Hey, yep. Sorry, uh, AJ forgets that I like emails and not text messages. Oh, okay. sorry, Charles. Sorry. <laughs> Those that are trying to copy in, refresh on. Here we are. We're good. Here we are. Excellent. Excellent. Now we have the, the, the whole show here. Hey, uh, Tim, you want to kick us off with a game question or a question in general? I was curious. Uh, you talked about fans getting a little anxious. Like, what is the number of losses before your fan base gets a little, you know, pissed off? Two. One? One? <laughs> One or two. I don't know. We have two different answers going on. Um, in, in, my, in my experience, um, it really depends on who we lose to. to be That's all it comes down to. Uh, we lost to Penn, you know Penn State in that overtime game in 2018. Nobody was calling for anybody's head. We were really disappointed we lost that game because nobody thought that you know the coming out party for Zach Thomas would be like that. Uh, it's the games that that and really any any sort of peer game that we lose, people kind of they kind of whine about it. But it, realistically, though, like we were. <laughs> I know this is going to sound like ridiculous to, to you guys. You kind of already alluded to us sounding ridiculous over uniform combos, uh, but and I'm just kidding a little bit. 
2017, there was one point in October, we were four and four. And you would have thought, you would have thought the world was ending. I mean, really, you would have thought, well, there goes the dynasty. Now, we then won the next, what was it, Charles, five games in a row? And uh, won, won the, the last four. Yeah. Yeah. Won the conference championship, won the ball game, playing Toledo. Uh, yeah. It was all well and good. Yeah. If we're four and four. We're like, this has potential for a bowl season, guys. Let's get pumped up. <laughs> it went so well. Yeah. We only need two more. We only need two more wins. <laughs> yeah. So, um, it, it, I hate to, I, Charles is probably right at two losses. Where the fan base is probably looking around each other going, two losses. Like, what's up? But it really does come to who you lose to. A lot of people were nervous after the Marshall game. And I went back and watched it again. Marshall's really good. We lost to a good Marshall team. We didn't play very well. I, I think that's kind of is what it is. So that was kind of a question. One of the questions I had for you was, you know, coming out of the gates, uh, who was it you guys had first? Uh, wasn't Marshall the first game? Who was it? Charlotte. Yeah, Charlotte. So the Charlotte game was tight there at the beginning, and then you guys opened it up. And yeah. then uh, the Marshall, obviously, that uh, what I think was 17 7 loss. It wasn't yeah. a big, big gap there. So, uh, obviously, you had Campbell, so that didn't really matter. But, you know, from our perspective going into it, it looked like maybe App State was stumbling a little bit this year. Was it stumbling, or was it just, you know, what happened in those first couple of games that made App not look like that dominant powerhouse they've been? Understanding that Marshall is a good team. Um, Charles, you can jump on that. We probably have some yeah, lines of thought. Yeah, yeah. I'll start. Uh, I mean, really, our, what you know, if you look at our season so, so far, it's uh, why aren't we blowing teams out? Why haven't we won every game? It's been uh, just odd turnovers. We don't, we haven't really turned the ball over a lot, um, but we've had a couple games where we've had some very fluky plays. Marshall is definitely one of those. Uh, but you know. If you take that Charlotte game, it was 35-20. We fumble at the goal line. Uh, we had three errors on the following drive that Charlotte was able to drive down the field and score a touchdown that kept it close. And they had a kickoff return for touchdown. Besides that, uh, we limit them to a drive where we all made mistakes, uh, didn't score in the first place, and then kept in the field goals. And, and really, you know, besides that, that's the most points our, our defense has given up all season long. Um, it's just 20, and we allowed that to happen. And and really, when you look at Marshall, it's just um, we were about to run into our COVID issue, um, and there will be people who look back on that and say maybe that game shouldn't have been played because it was it was coming out, but it wasn't out, and it wasn't bad enough yet. We had injuries uh, that one or two people that were kind of like game time stuff. They went out and stretched, and then they weren't ready. And we were a little youthful um, at receiver. We thought maybe Corey Sutton would would be back, and and he wasn't. I think that's really the difference maker and like how our offense has gone from, you know, scoring, you know, being unstoppable to you know, scoring in the thirties, which you know people will certainly have a hesitation about is having that deep threat, having a guy that you can depend on, such a big body like him. So those three weeks off you had after the Campbell Camels was a uh, a good good time for you guys to be able to get back, reassess, and figure out how to blow people out i mean completely it's been well, it's been a boat show since then yeah and it, it, what's really funny is even now we have a lot of listeners that we interact with that still aren't happy and you know charles and i are over here going what do, what do you want and I, I you know a lot of the comparisons made to coastal coastal's in everybody's mind right now coastal's having a really great time winning for the first time ever uh for them and and we don't begrudge that like they're they're 
they're running their mouths and they're they're acting, you know, whatever. But that's, I mean, they're winning. That's fun. Football is a fun sport. It's it's just the App State formula is, you know, we know how to win. And just to go back on that Marshall game for a second, um, I think that there's a possibility too that, you know, after you have a long long periods of time where you're winning a lot and your expectations are really 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 high, especially coming off a 13 and one, um, an extraordinary season, which was honestly two extra minutes of football away from hopefully knock on wood going to cotton bowl last year, which was, would have been phenomenal. Um, I think Sean Clark, we, we've talked about this ad nauseum. Sean Clark kind of said on, on, uh, on the press conference after that Marshall game was number one, Marshall's a great team in which it's proven they're, they're a pretty good team. <laughs> I'd say, uh, but he also kind of called his team out a little bit. You know, he kind of, he said, Hey, we got pushed around the line of scrimmage and, and a, a wide receiver other than Thomas Hennigan has to make a play. And what we've seen since that moment, and we talked talk about it on the show, you're seeing a lot of young bucks step up and, and make some plays there. So sometimes you can sit back on your heels and kind of think that this is all coming to you. Um, and, hey, we're supposed to win. We're App State. And I almost think that that Marshall game represented not only playing a team that was really good, the better team won that day, but maybe with a different mindset, a different attitude. I don't know. Maybe it looks a little different. And it was still close. I mean, I'm, I'm splitting hairs like crazy. Yeah. But even even so, playing ULM in Texas State, there are still fans today will say, that's not good enough. And Charles and I are so used to the Scott Satterfield era of, I tell you what, we'll score enough points when their offense tells us that they can score. Maybe we'll do something different. For now, we're cool beating you by three touchdowns. And some people aren't happy with that, but we we're – we kind of we try to read between the lines when it comes to that stuff. Yeah, that's what we'll talk about later on when, once you guys uh, take off. Is uh, our Monroe game last week? We put up 52 points, but then we let them come back in there and, and make it closer than what we wanted it to be. Being a team from Atlanta, no lead is ever big enough. So we were uh, at least that's what I'm going to say when we talk about it later on. Is I was scared for what was going to happen at the end of the game, but uh, I'd change the subject just a little bit here. Uh, <laughs> I think you talk to any Georgia State fan that's followed the program uh, for any amount of time, at least the Sun Belt years. When it comes to App State, we all remember that Blizzard game uh, <laughs> five years ago. Five years ago, I think it was. Maybe 2014. Six years ago. Six years. And I think that was the first meeting. Uh, yes. Yeah, I feel really bad. If, if you guys do end up winning the East and the championship is played in Boone in December 19th, I feel bad for whoever is uh, – Who's going up there? What's the weather looking like this week? It's uh, about a month earlier than we played that game six years ago. Uh, I just checked it a few minutes ago. Yeah, we could have some of that rain from uh, what is that Greek letter down there? Ada. Uh, that's <laughs> can't decide whether it wants to what it wants to do. Uh, but fifty-five degrees, low forty-one for us in um, you know basically the couple weeks before Thanksgiving. We're going to take that every day of the week. Yep. Uh, and and it's been very warm here, so it's not going to be some like cold rain. I don't expect it to be heavy. But yeah. I also have no idea because it's Boone, and literally <laughs> anything can happen at any given time in Boone. With oh the yeah, weather, so. you guys, get, you guys could get snowed in. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> it's, it's the mountain weather. And and to tell a funny little anecdote about um, Troy, real quick. Uh, Charles was, I think it was 2018. Uh, Troy right. came up. I think it was Thanksgiving weekend. This was. Whoever won that game was going to play in the championship. Was going to host the championship game, I think. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, yeah, that's right. So we're playing Troy. Troy had a great year. They won. I think they won ten games that year. Um, mm -hmm. They come out. This team comes out with no shirts on. 
Okay. And, and, and it was a special teams unit. They didn't look great without shirts on. I, I will say that <laughs> they're in warmups and they're not wearing, they're not wearing shirts and everyone's looking around at each other and we know why they're doing it. They're thinking it's the last weekend in November in the mountains. And we're going to show you guys, this isn't that cold. The fans are wearing t-shirts. Like you saw that. It, it wasn't cold. <laughs> wasn't that we cold? had a, we had an ice storm the night before and actually had power out in the neighborhood that's and right. stuff like that when I left. That's uh, right. And oh, some that's limbs crazy. down and stuff like that. But um, when we yeah. saw Troy think that uh, they were being all manly men with their shirts off in a uh, 44 <laughs> degree day that turned it turned into a 44 degree day, and then it eventually turned cloudy because that's what it does here. Uh, it, it was, was just great. funny. And they they psyched themselves out. And their, Twitter, and their Twitter account even said it as well. It's like, oh, this isn't so bad. And we're like, all right, we're wearing like light windbreakers. But yeah, that's cool. Well, I think there's a very, very fine line there in weather that if it can be wet enough to keep you guys from throwing the ball a lot and relying on that rushing game, that will work in an advantage at Georgia State. But uh, any success in the air for you guys, I think is going to spell doom and disaster for the Panthers up there. What do you think, uh, Tim? Unfortunately, I think you're right. <laughs> if they can pass the ball at all, they'll be probably fine. <laughs> yeah. We uh, won't be scared by the rain to throw the ball for what that's worth. We're, yeah. we're, that won't, that's that's kind of one of those old school football things. We yeah, Quarterbacks now can throw it in the rain. At least if they can't, then you don't have a good quarterback in my yeah. opinion. That's what scares me. That's what scares me. What is y'all's game day environment like up there now? When we talk to the uh, Charlotte guys, a game that did not happen. They were not going to have fans in the stands or anything, uh, but North Carolina has relaxed those rules. So what do you guys, what's going to look like up there? I mean, barely, they've barely relaxed it. I mean, we're, it, it, uh, so the first game they allowed fans was Arkansas state a few, three, I guess three weeks ago. And it was kind of sad to tell you the truth, you know, not, not to get political and we won't get political, but uh, right now it's 7%, <laughs> 7% capacity is allowed to attend and, and, you know, that was a Thursday night TV game. People, it, it's supposed to be a hype atmosphere around. And um, it was just kind of a whimper. And seeing so much concrete and aluminum empty that could have been filled and still spaced out, it was weird. It was a weird thing. So those, you know, Charles and I were one of, um, I think, 2,100 well, 2100 total. Yeah. Yeah. One of 500 season ticket holders that were able to go. We thankfully, we weren't, I mean, we were, um, found an opportunity to get these tickets, which is great. Then they had a, a slice of students and then a slice of family members and a slice of media that got in. And it just was, it was a shell of itself. We're so happy to be in there, but this 7% number, that's like 2,100 fans. Uh, it's weird. That's the, I mean, we'll be there on Saturday as well, but it's that's a, weird. what it is. It's 7%. No, no opposing fans. No, they'll, no they'll they, they did allow. There was some Arkansas State parents in front of us uh, where we yeah. sat. I sat on the opposite side of the stadium in seats I've never sat in before to watch a football game, and I've been going to App State games since the, the late '80s, really. Um, and so that was really weird. But they they let a few in. I don't know if they all showed up. I don't know if they used their allotment or anything like that. But um, well, if we do have fans that come up there, um, I was going to ask the important things. What's the best place to get a beer and and or a bite? And they can be two different places. <laughs> and they can be different places. AJ yeah. and I will probably uh, be very similar on this. You can probably go to one place really um, if you've got time, like after the game, and you got patience. Go to Boonshine. Uh, it's the best local craft beer in town, and it's got a good food truck, and it's got a good reservation situation set up for the brewery as well. Um, 
Well, I love I to get political. Uh, North Carolina has been really good on beer breweries for a really long time, and uh, I've been super jealous. So I'm sure there's a couple of good craft breweries up there. Yeah, there are. Yep. We sure. got three in town. They're all very, very, you know, uh, very local as far as it was a grassroots effort to get those going in, in Boone specifically. They don't really exist anywhere else. Um, Rad. Appalachian Mountain Brewery was was uh, was purchased by a larger uh, company, but the other two in town have not been, and they remain independent. Yeah, and in Appalachian Mountain Brewery, they it seems like they have their physical location, like the parking and their spacing issue isn't as I think convenient as Boonshine's. And I think Boonshine probably has a better selection of beer. Um, but anyway, Boonshine's great. I, I agree with that with Charles, you're going to get good food and good beer there. Uh, and they do take reservations. Yeah. I plan on making it up there someday. Probably not this time, but man, I really want to get up there. <laughs> yeah. Great. Yeah, for sure. Come tell you. Yeah, there's another place downtown called Lost Province. It's not my favorite, but it's uh, it's a definitely a big out of towner place, and it's downtown and a walk for the stadium from that their area. So it's uh, there's a lot of people that Wait, do like that. My, my out of town favorite. favorite. Do you mean Southerners like to go there because um, we <laughs> I don't would say really like <laughs> we don't we, say, we share that with you guys where we don't really want to go hang out where they like to hang out. <laughs> yeah, that's well, I, you know, I'm local. I'm not. I didn't grow up in Boone, but I've lived here since i graduated college and so uh it's it's not my crowd is a nice way to put it <laughs> right on <laughs> i think i remember uh appalachian mountain brooding coming down for the uh game at uh, oh yeah first state stadium they were super friendly free beers good beer yeah. too yeah, yeah, we know that guy. i gave <laughs> them some trop he yeah he gave me some beers that he wasn't giving anyone else so yeah too bad i got bought by what do you know who they got bought by it was Bush, it wasn't was, it? It was in which owns Anheuser. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was announced this week that our biggest local brewery got bought by a weed company from Canada. <laughs> <laughs> what? True what? story. Yeah. Sweetwater. Sweet got bought by oh, wow. Water. I didn't hear that. Company? Yeah. Some some weed company up in Canada. Um, $300 million for Sweetwater, which is... Canadians. Uh, yeah. That's it? Yeah. That well, kind of surprises me. I don't know. Uh, Sweetwater's been going gangbusters. Three hundred million seemed quite a good, good deal. Yeah, Fruit beer is not actually very good, so there's that. Yeah. We well, that's my joke about it was. Uh, so we can't. We've always called Sweetwater the most overrated Atlanta beer. So now we can't call it the most overrated Atlanta beer. It's just the most overrated Canada beer in Atlanta. In Atlanta. <laughs> well, my favorite beer by them is Sweet Georgia Brown, and you can't get it anywhere except for at the brewery. Like they don't. Right. I don't think they can it. I, I like. <laughs> okay. Wow. Yeah. Hey, so you guys, uh, we talked quite a bit about uh, my take on, uh, you know, Cobb and Coach Elliott and everything when we talked on your show. I have a question for you guys. Jitter State has understandably, like, not been a, uh, a powerhouse program in the conference or football. Um, what is – is there any general consensus or do the App State fans even give a thought about Georgia State, be it football or basketball or just being a, a conference member at all? What are y'all thoughts on us? And uh, first, AJ. And yeah. you want to be? Give us a be reason. He's like, AJ, you take the lead on this so I can figure <laughs> out what you're going to say. <laughs> well, I just know I can come with something else regardless. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like pardon the interruption with uh, with uh, two North Carolinians. We take o- opposing sides based on what the other person says. Right on. Um, so, yes, there is there is a heightened interest in Georgia State because of Charlie Cobb from the start, right? So – by the time, and now that I'm, re- I'm remembering all this, Charlie Cobb, 
became the AD like right when football season was starting in 2014. And frankly, everybody was happy to see Charlie Cobb go. I'm this, I'm I'm, report, I'm just reporting what it is. He he made um, absolutely three horrendous hires um, to two programs that literally set him back a decade. Uh, being men's basketball, where he had the opportunity to hire Matt McMahon, who is going to the NCAA tournament, recruiting John Morant and whatever at Murray State. Pass him over twice. He's an App State grad, wanted that job real bad. Pass him over twice in favor of coaches that had a combined over nine seasons, a combined win, uh, winning percentage of, I think it was 360, I think. Terrible. Sent us straight backwards in the dark ages. Unbelievable that he made those hires. With you just let pride get in the way, I guess. And then baseball, baseball had their best ever season ever in the history of the program. One Charles, what was it, 42 games? It was an outrageous number of games 40, 41 or 42 in 2012. Knocking on the door of the College World Series and hired some schmuck. Uh, you know, I won't even mention his name, but within two seasons, we had you know, like a, uh, a 300 winning percentage. and you know, we had to dig out of that. So he just at, like ruined two programs. So people were happy to see him. And, he, and frankly, he 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 backed into Scott Satterfield. You know, you have to give credit where credit is due, but he kind of backed into that one. I mean, Scott Satterfield was a was a gamble. He had never been the head coach before. He he spent two or three years as a as an OC and quarterbacks coach. And God bless Scott Satterfield. We love. Him. We were very happy with that hire. But it's not like you know Charlie pulled a, a rabbit out of a hat. It was the cheapest hire. And he was willing to keep the staff. So, you know, I'm glad we kept him. But so there was that interest initially with Charlie Cobb the, because he's down there and he took a lot of our employees, you know, or the, a lot of athletic employees down there that we like know. We know these people and they're, they're down there and, um, you know, don't wish harm on anybody. But so there's that just interest. And then that was spiked with Coach Elliott. Um, and I think we already talked to you about this, David. We love Coach Elliott. We love app grads. Like we want our app grads to do well. Um, I think Daniel Wilcox even worked with the program for a while, and he's an app grad, and he played in the NFL. And oddly enough, I had a class with him, which is a weird story. But uh, we we pull for for our app state people to do well, and um, so on the surface level, there was already kind of like a, an inflated um, interest, you know, compared to like Troy coming in the Sun Belt, like you know, whatever. Um, past that. App fans desire very strongly rivalries. Um, we're cool with beating Georgia. Su- uh, I'm sorry, <laughs> sorry guys. Oh, oh sorry. Everybody, everybody that was an act. I promise you. Just played it off and just been like, right we're beating Georgia Southern. I'm you sorry. Know, we all we all enjoy beating Georgia Southern. Yeah, we're all good with all it, man. You don't have to apologize. No, yeah, okay. I, I but I was. I, we're all cool with being Georgia. Yes, correct. Let's yeah, do that. yeah. Yeah, screw them. So we're cool That's with what I say before last call. <laughs> we're we're cool with six and zero against Georgia State. We'll take it all day long. It took a few games for Georgia State to even score a touchdown, which oh, that's cool. right, yeah. But, but we you know, iced the shit out of that kicker. Just so you be know. careful. He didn't kick yeah, that ball at all. He did not kick the ball. He did, <laughs> not. He did a great he job. Too. <laughs> he did a great job. But we want we want rivalries, and it you know. And, and Louisiana is trying their hardest to be rivals with us. We beat them eight times in a row. We call them Lafayette around here. Lafayette, yeah. what you do? They, they really hate that. Yeah, they do. Especially when we call them Lafayette. It's not, it, they pronounce it, the cages down there, they say Lafayette, like Laffy Taffy. They say Lafayette. Well, I would, I would say Lafayette, like I'm laughing at you, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
past that, guys, I hate to say it, like it just is what it is. Like, do we we care about there's a lot of app people down there. We care that it's local. I went down there in two when was it? 2017, I think, and it mm-hmm. was great. I loved it. I loved the parking lot uh situation, the tailgating situation. I thought it was great. Tried to go last year, couldn't go. Um, I want it to happen. I want it to be a rivalry. I want it to mean something. So when I do see Georgia State winning games, I'm like, all right, well, hype it up and let me you know, let's let's create some tension and some rivalry, you know, um, make it mean something. Right. Uh, and I think that's the hope that uh, at fans that really follow football uh, closely, we desire that. Um, we desire that. It's a great road trip. When we left the SoCon, the best asset that the SoCon had was it was so easy to road trip and we love doing that. So Georgia state, man, they, they have the right stuff. It's just that I think without the competitiveness on the field, it is hard to take it to the next level of interest. I don't think anybody hates Georgia state. Does that make sense? We don't yeah. want to hate them. Well, that's also I mean, a bad spot to be in though, too, as well as that if you're not hated, then you're not, you're almost not cared about. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. yeah. But, actually, do, you guys, do you guys look at, you know, how Georgia State played in like the first two or three games and then compared to the last two or three games, like, you know, being kind of questionable and thinking that maybe we're at least a wild card in your eyes? I mean, I'm not super yeah. confident about the game. I'm going to be honest. But like, you know, we have the capacity. So, I mean, is anybody worried about it at all? Uh, you can, and like, are we worried about me. losing? They know. <laughs> yeah, I think the question is whether or not you, there's – uh, any fear of uh, Georgia State leading with a W on Saturday? No. Yeah, I'm got sorry. it. Yeah. Yeah, well, and I'll say I'm the most – I'm probably the most skeptical uh, between the two of us. I, I've i seen too many – I've seen too many games that are, that are close that shouldn't have been close um, to where, yeah, my radar is pretty much always up. There, there are a handful of games where my radar is not up. Uh, but so far, every every single game this year, except for Campbell – I don't think Campbell, I was like, no way. And, I, and yeah, Campbell's probably the only one I was like. But they played that first half pretty close. Yeah, they did. Um, they, they put a little fear in you. Well, we, had yeah. like, we had like 30 dudes sitting as well. Um, yeah. yeah. We had basically a quarterback, uh, a receiver, and and, uh, and like one <laughs> running back. Yeah. We had our whole defense. But. Yeah. As so we, we need you guys to come in overconfident and asleep so that we can shock you. Well, don't be tough. don't do what Texas State did and like mock our video staff like the week the week of the game, which is exactly what they did. They they mocked the first hype video that we had this year. They made like put rubber duckies and like they made fun of Thomas Hennigan and our video crew. And the team's like, oh, all right. <laughs> Wait, what's y'all's what's y'all's really funny hype video though? You guys have a funny one, right? The App State is great or hot 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 hot. Yeah, that is from decades ago. Yeah, you guys have like a classic. Now. No, don't worry. We have like wear our sunglasses at night, and it's amazing as well. <laughs> um, so, like, don't don't worry. We all have them, and I'm not like making fun of y'all. I think it's amazing when when programs put crap like that out. It's it's uh it's fun, you know. Yeah. No, we're talking about the uniform reveal that these teams do every week. They do the high ah, uniform. Yeah. yeah. So, you guys put a lot into that, right? Like, well, that's serious. Good thing. We're really. Good. I mean, our our video staff don't know where aj is going there if he's recording or not but uh can you guys hear me they're really good they yeah Yeah. you're back okay i can't hear you so i'm gonna have to like restart this so i'm glad you can hear me so um but we have um (laughs) a really strong history with our video staff one guy 
can't, I can't hear you guys. I'm sorry. I can't I hear know, you. We're on the I'm going to have to restart. This. We're okay. at you. But it's all students using their own equipment. Let's just put it that way. That's awesome. And it's it's amazing they do what they do. I'm going to like, look, guys, I I'm going to leave the studio and come back I, in if, so I, you guys can hear like, me. I don't care if, if I can hear y'all or not. I'm going to keep talking. Exactly. <laughs> if, if you've known AJ as long as I have, that is, is him in a, in a, in a nutshell. Uh, kind of going back about uh, – I was talking about – AJ hit a, b- a bunch on like Charlie Cobb and all that good stuff. Had it not been Charlie Cobb, had it not been Sean Elliott, I understand what y'all are saying. Like, where would the where would the umph be to be engaged with with like Georgia State besides being in the same division or something like that? Uh, had you know a true rivalry really began and, and like maybe y'all had gotten a couple wins against us or something like that, then then that would appear you know easily. Until that happens with anybody, uh, it's 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 easy for our fans to be pretty overconfident about playing a lot of these teams in the Sun Belt. If, if, you know. We have only lost to five schools in the Sun Belt. If I'm not if I'm doing my math right, maybe it's it's six. We haven't lost to anybody twice except Georgia Southern, and that was that was a rivalry that came with us from the SoCon. Shame nobody on you. Has, nobody <laughs> has beaten us twice yet. Um, count yourselves in there with Texas State and Coastal and Louisiana, who also are drawing goose eggs. So until until you know we're knocked down a peg. Um, we're going to kind of have that arrogance, this, you know, about us that uh, we're not worried about playing a game and, and winning it or losing it because we got so many things going for us. Hey, we're playing at home this weekend. We don't lose at home, you know. We just don't do it. Um, at least, you know, we've, we've had a couple of hiccups here and there. But um, AJ, am I right? We've lost yeah. one Sun Belt game at home. Yeah, not too. Last- Oh yes, wow. Alabama. The first one. My apologies, no, we, we forget that. South Alabama. Oh my god, <laughs> so, it was 2014. I don't know. It was so, the first one. We had a stacked roster. We were not. We were still an FCS team. We've lost three. We sorry. We South I, Alabama has three. always been an FCS team. They're still an FCS team. Now, if you <laughs> ask us how many Sun Belt games we've lost at home, it makes sense for us to not know that number. Number <laughs> three. You should know that number. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's so it's South Alabama 2014, Arkansas State. Oh, damn. 2015. Yeah, those guys don't Alabama. exist either. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we were really, it's it's so funny. We're like the, uh, you guys seen the, um, did you guys watch The Last Dance, the Michael Jordan documentary? Of course. And, mm-hmm. and so when he says, you know, Michael Jordan, like 18 times in that documentary, he says, and I took offense to that. <laughs> you know, he, he, that's kind of how app has been when you lose a game. You know, when, when we get beat, so like, you know, we, hey, we took offense to that and then we beat the hell out of, you know, Arkansas State the next time we play them or South Alabama. It's, uh, yeah, so three Sunbelt losses at home in six years. Um, yeah, we, we can count them, but that, that's something that I think from 30 years ago, we have trans, we've had this kind of app state mentality, this culture of we got a chip on our shoulder. We're a tiny little mountain school in Western North Carolina on paper. We shouldn't be doing what we're doing. So you have to have that attitude. You have to have that attitude if you're going to win because you can't just waltz in and be entitled. You have to fight for it. Well, the chip on our shoulder, the arrogance we have going into this game, I want to tell you is we put up 52 points on both Arkansas State and Monroe, and you guys only scored 45 and 31. (laughs) This game is ours to lose at this Come on, we uh, it, 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 and we'll point back to that defense that uh, you know, 
took care of business and did whatever we wanted to against them. Uh, you know, Arkansas State likes to do all their little tricks and stuff like that, and we Ooh. fell for absolutely zero, zero. Them, except an onside kick. They got the onside kick. They, they kicked a field goal to open the third quarter on their opening drive. Had the balls to hit an onside, you know, hit this on an onside kick surprise. The next three plays were two sacks and an incompletion. They punted it right back to us. Ball game was over at that point, and it was yeah. probably, what, 31-17. Yeah, well, our quarterback Quad Brown uh, is a redshirt freshman, and he does freshman things. Um, so he's been he's been pretty inconsistent, but uh, games where he's on, he is on. I mean, it has been a, a treat to watch. And then games where he's off, it's like, what 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 is this? What in the world am I watching? They put injured Dan Ellington in Quad Brown's uniform. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, that's another thing from last year. Speaking of Ellington, we were really surprised to see y'all put Ellington in a knee brace. That would uh, yeah. all so of his we, ability. We were like, have and, you ever heard of anybody with a torn ACL playing? Like that, right. I, it blows my mind that he just kept playing. Well, that's that was, our backup quarterback, Quad Brown, at the time was right. The bum leg quarterback is better than our backup. So. <laughs> yeah, that's why I was like, oh my god, this is our starting quarterback this year. Like we literally started a guy with a torn ACL over him last year. And when they put uh, him in, in, when they put him in last year, Quad Brown. Um, he looked awful when they put him in. He was terrible. He was scared. Yeah. Which I get first team snaps, that means a lot. Um, it makes a huge difference. So, like, even if you go to our backup, if you go to any backup, typically, as long as they're not playing Georgia State, they're going to be a, a big drop-off just because of practice, you know? Yeah. Well, no, you guys totally here for, for us for a little bit. I kept you a little longer than I promised you. Uh, Tim, do you have any more uh, football-related questions? I got one other thing. I'm just wondering, like, how many points is your fan base wanting in this win? Because uh, 21 points isn't enough, right? So, it's, so like, uh, as far as like a margin of victory, Tim? Yeah. Oh. Uh, we, 70. Yeah, 70. All right. It's, hey, it's, it's, it's all about I'll what take it looks that like. Points, all right. <laughs> it's all about what it looks like. We, you know, at least for me and AJ, you know, every fan base is going to have a few that are going to always want a little bit more, and it's never going to be enough. I mean, if if we keep you under twenty, um, I think that'll be a pretty big accomplishment for probably the the best offense. I'm going to say it better than Arkansas State's offense um, that we probably have seen this year, and and, and um, we hold you to twenty or twenty one. Um, chances are we'll probably win comfortably. I'm, yeah. You know, it, it, it would surprise me if we don't score forty on a on a on that defense. Unfortunately. Right. right. Um, and I'll say that too. Um, what will the fan base be happy with? I can't answer that accurately because I've personally been so surprised with people like different reactions. Like on 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 one stream, I'll see people saying, "I I, I saw actually two different Twitter people say this uh, when we were playing Texas State." App State's making me drink. I'm nervous. I'm like, what are what game are you watching? Like, are you, <laughs> this isn't. Re- I mean, this these are app fans saying this. And uh, anyway, so the expectations are like unrealistically high. Uh, I, I, but in terms of a spread that will make um, people look back and say, good win. I'd say a, a three possession ball game. I think we all walk away saying, all right, we did what we were supposed to do. That's kind of my rule of thumb with with at football now is a three possession ball game and controlling with defense. That's kind of won a lot of games for us. And I, I, I don't foresee that really changing. 
Well, you know, and if it's under three possessions, then you can just tell the fan base, you know, we were being nice to Coach Elliott. We all like Coach Elliott. We don't want to give him too bad of a loss. We want to have a, a good career there. Yeah, so. I can, t- so I can co- tell you one thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sean Clark's not going to be nice to Sean Elliott and vice versa. <laughs> Those guys live together on the same hall. Uh, they played on the same team. Uh, they have every uh, motivation to want to drive the nail in if, if the opportunity exists. And, there, and there's no question that they're buddies. No question whatsoever. But at the end of the day, man, you get two alpha males on the recruiting trail recruiting against each other. You can't tell me that there haven't been some hurt feelings and some some pissed off emotions too. There's there's no yeah there's no letting up. These guys want to beat each other so bad for bra- bragging rights or whatever you want to say. Um, yeah, no, I don't want to say no love lost like it's bitter, but. It's competitive between those guys, for sure. Excellent. All right, well, I've got one question for you, uh, not football-related. This new Sunbelt basketball schedule, do you guys have any strong feelings about that one way or the other with this whole four-game? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I thought we hired a commissioner that was supposed to be a basketball dude. And it looks like we're playing, like, some type of cricket match of some sort where we just keep playing the same team for like an entire week. <laughs> That's the best explanation I've heard of it as a cricket game. Hired <laughs> <laughs> a cricket guy. Got it. Hired <laughs> uh, a cricket guy. That's hilarious. Oh, I am glad that, you know, uh, prior to all this going down, COVID, all the good stuff, um, there was going to be that, what was it going to be? Some pod situation where like, you don't know who the last three teams you're going to play are at the end of the year until you figure out where the heck you land. Yeah. And that was absolutely atrocious as well. And I'm glad that they got rid of that. Keith Gill got rid of that. I'm still waiting for Keith Gill to show his face. Uh, but, you know, this is this is going to be tough, um, this this athletic school year. Um, hopefully next year we can get back to some normalcy and play a, you know, a schedule that makes sense. I'd prefer if we went to um, divisions and did true home-and-homes with people in the East and then one uh, home-and-away alternating each year with the guys in the West. There's zero reason why uh, App and Georgia State should only be playing one game a year, or Georgia Southern for that matter, uh, and then still playing Arkansas State twice home and home. What's I mean, that just doesn't make sense. Um, if you want rivalries, if you want this thing to get going and, and become something and want people to watch this stuff on television, ESPN Plus or not, you've got to have these rivalries develop. And if, if you go two years in a row and you play Georgia State and App, the way basketball rosters turn over anymore – junior college transfers and, and waivers and all this stuff that we're going to get, you're never creating anything because these guys aren't playing each other year after year. Right. I'm passionate about it. If, if, it, if you didn't know. <laughs> I feel like the majority of fan reaction has not been positive. I mean, even considering what the circumstances we're playing under this year being different than anything that's ever happened before, it's not been a positive reaction by the, the fans. You know, I can understand why, you know, for travel purposes and making sure that we're not spreading stuff all over the United States and keeping that stuff, you know, hammered down. But uh, it's, it doesn't make for a competitive uh, round robin uh, situation where, I mean, I don't, based off this, I don't think we're going to have a conference tournament. I have no reason to believe that we would have a conference tournament based off this scheduling that we have. And so that with that, you're probably saying the same thing about the NCAA tournament. What's that going to look like? Right. So we're basically playing basketball games just to play basketball games. Well, we have Georgia Tech as our opener. I don't know if it's our opening game, but we have Georgia Tech uh, being played. It's the first time we played them in a regular season basketball game, and I don't know when. So we're. I think we would be happy with our season as long as that game happens and we win. The rest <laughs> of the season would be would be uh, great gravy to the 
whole thing. So yeah. Yeah. we got a couple of SEC SEC teams on our schedule. I doubt we're you know doing much competing in those games, but we will do our best. Uh, Auburn, Tennessee, uh, and then we're gonna play Charlotte again. But otherwise, we've, we're sticking around with a bunch of local junior college division two stuff that the games that you're supposedly have to play you know yeah. these, these bus trips and stuff like that we just we have a lot of schools in the state that can play basketball but nobody ever wants to play anybody because we're in the you know in the shadows of the acc right well, we are supposed to be playing michigan right now georgia state michigan basketball was supposed to be happening as we were talking this evening on tuesday night oh wow so uh it's a bummer to not get that game going on but yeah. We had Duke. We had Duke scheduled for December uh, on Fox Regional Wednesday night. Uh, pretty much a national broadcast, and we're hopefully going to get that back sometime down the road. But it won't happen this year. All right. They're pretty tough to beat, though. So <laughs> I've heard. I've heard they're all right. <laughs> it's a fun place to go. They do. Yeah, it is. It is. It's awesome. I've been there. For yeah, we've great. been there once. It was fun. Yeah, we uh we played. We're talking about Duke, right? We played yeah. Duke. Uh, First of all, the first time under Coach Ron Hunter, and it was the first year of RJ being on the team, and RJ got the tip, and we get, we took a 2-0 lead against Duke. And I'm like, call the game. We're beating Duke 2-0. With five seconds to go, have gone off. But, hey, uh, so, so Tim or Ryan, you guys have a final question before we let these guys get back? Because they're going to go back and finish recording their own podcast after we let them go. So, cool. so we're all just going to, like, go back to our corners and talk shit about each other? Exactly. Oh, awesome. I love it. I love it. You guys, so, I got one question. Coastal loves mocking teams. Yes, they're already preparing for you. I yeah. guarantee it. 100%. What are they going to mock about App State? What are they going to mock that in your traditions, your hashtags? What? What is it going to be? So, background information here: Jamie Chadwell was quarterback for East Tennessee State back in the late '90s, early 2000s. This dude hates App State like terribly. Um, and I guess I would too if I never beat a school that was down the road and then my program folded up for a decade and a half. But <laughs> he, beat uh, it, he beat it. He did beat us once. We had a he bad did? game. Yeah. He it was ugly. No one's going to look that up, Charles. No one's going to look that up. <laughs> but it's in my soul. I, I would not have known. I, I was appreciating the trash talk. Yeah. <laughs> no. So what are they going to do? I don't know. I mean, what can you trash talk about App State? The perfect program. We don't do anything wrong. Did you know that? You lose the too many times, and it really pisses me off. <laughs> I believe I believe in this episode you have talked about losing to Georgia Southern, so I'll yeah. just go ahead and leave it at that. Yeah, tw- we did that twice in the last shame. Year. I know it is shameful. I'll, all I gotta say is, I I hope. if there's any Coastal Carolina fans listening to this, which I don't know why there would be, but if there's anything, <laughs> I have your hype video going back to the hot, hot, hot. If Coastal beat you guys, you guys, you guys are over. Obviously, you're overlooking us to go against Coastal next week, and that's why we win. Is because you overlook Georgia State. So <laughs> when that happens, and, and should Coastal also beat you, they're going to come up with a video that says App State is not, not, not ranked. <laughs> oh, okay. Good for the. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, if, if that's what they do, fantastic. But uh, you know, I, I, I like. Hope, I hope. I hope they are thinking about us right now. Uh, because that all that does is play into us because you know, they, they're, they're going to overthink it, in my opinion, and uh, they're going to have to play a good-ass football team. Yeah, I, 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 like the, I like the way they're celebrating. I do, but, but at some point, you're writing all these checks. you got to cash them. So have fun while you have fun. I'm not opposed to that. 
I just think I can't that, speak to their inability to cash checks. Um, <laughs> we can't. No. It's pretty, pretty, pretty rough over here. <laughs> Conway, the Conway Credit Union is going to run out as FDIC insurance real quick. I'm afraid. Yeah. Thanks for being here. We kept you. I, I know I told you I'd keep you for 20 to 30 minutes. I'm sorry about how long it went, but I thought the conversation was going really well. I really enjoyed yeah. you guys. Maybe we can do this again uh, when we do our four game stretch of basketball games. <laughs> You can do one every night for the whole month of exactly. January. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Thanks a lot, guys. Appreciate you coming on, and we'll definitely talk to you again. Thanks. Cheers, y'all. Yeah. Thanks. Bye. That was good. That was fun. Yeah. Yeah. I did not mean I, – I, I told him I'd keep him for 20 or 30 minutes. I did not mean to keep it going that long. But, yeah. It was, Why don't you leave me in the lead, in the lead spot? No. I wish I, was, I, actually, I wish I could actually put you down in the bottom spot and make a pyramid out of it and keep myself up top. Oh boy! More goodness. Yeah. So uh, now just those shrink everyone else's. Now those assholes are gone. What do you really think about this game? <laughs> well, I, I sort of um I, I I teased at what I thought. You know, is that we are kind of wild card. Um, in, in that we have played very good games, we have played really terrible games, and uh, I don't know who's going to show up on Saturday. And you know, there's a possibility. I mean, App State is is vulnerable. I don't think they're they're that great this year. Um, and there's a there's a possibility that our great team shows up, and uh, you know, we get our first win over them ever. So. Yeah, I uh, the the spread has moved to sixteen and a half points on Appy. And honestly, sixteen and a half. And honestly, I don't like big spreads. I, I they just don't sound good to me. But yeah. honestly, I and I don't I don't want to be down on. It. I feel like I feel like I've been a little down on us this entire conversation with these guys. We've been talking about how great they are and how ineffective we've been over the years. They are great. If I was a betting man, I would take Appy and the points on sixteen and a half. Now. Do I want that to happen? No. Do I think that it's guaranteed to happen? No. There is definitely a chance. There's a chance offense comes out, and if we if our offense can run like short passes, short runs, keep that defense on the field for a long time, effectively keeping their offense off the field as much as possible, there's definitely a chance we can win this game. But I don't think it's going to be a blowout by Georgia State. I mean, we're if we're winning, it's winning by. You know, less if you were a betting man, you would take the 16 and a half. That's nuts, dude. I would, I, I would not. I would take, I mean, all that being said, right now, if you told me to put 100 bucks on either uh, App State covering or Georgia State not, or Georgia State winning, whatever, whatever it is, I don't know betting terms. Whatever. I yeah. Take, I would take, uh, give me 100 bucks to put on a game. I would put 100 bucks on App State covering. That being said, we have a shot in this game. We have seen the moments of grandeur by this program. Yeah. But let's go back to Coastal. Let's go back to the Monroe game last week. And we let a, a crappy Monroe team put hella points upon us at the end of the game, which you scored a shit ton of points. Which we, we can argue that, you know, we were just kind of garbage time. No. Garbage time kind of stuff. No, no, no. no. We all know we can't argue that. So, we can't. Uh, I mean, that, that's one of the questions actually I put down for the Monroe game segment, which I don't know if we'll have a Monroe game segment, was you know, that, that the final score is 52-34. That looks like a convincing win. Was it just me, or did you feel nervous in that fourth quarter at that score? I felt nervous. I was, yeah, I was, I was texting you about being anxious and nervous. Like, we don't have enough points. We need, we, need, we need three or, no, we need four scores. I don't care if it's just one point higher. We need it. 
What and was it? it one of you guys that actually sent out what Ben Moore was saying about our third and fourth quarter uh, defenses giving up, I think it was like an average of like 14 and then 20-something points or something crazy, something stupid in the third and fourth quarter? Oh, yeah. Well, I, I mean, I think that well, I tweeted it out. Was 7 and 14. We, we put up 42 points in the first uh, half. All we needed was 13 points in the second half to be the highest scoring game or highest offensive scoring game we've ever had before. And we got 10. Yeah. You know, I mean, like, well, whereas they got 20. Yeah. It's like, what happened? Did we like, are we purposely taking our feet off the, off the gas? Cause I don't understand why we would do that. Like, just go, just like rev that up and go to extend the metaphor. Exactly. No, but I, I mean, in like watching the Falcons game on Sunday, they, you know, they get a lead and they, they were actually running the ball in the second half. And I'm like, finally, and I, I still got close, but yeah, I just, uh, I don't know. I was, I was feeling way more nervous at the end of that game for what you see as a 52 34 final score. Yeah. So, uh, something, yeah. So, uh, Tim and I were texting during the game since we weren't there, Ryan, you were there. I was, I was, uh, I knew that you would respond because you're there at the game watching way too into it and everything. What we decided was, yeah, after this game, fire Fuquay. It's got to be done, right? Yeah, I'm not I'm not feeling super hot about our defense. Um, I, I think that, you know, I defended it. Um, I, I think I'd sent you guys this text, too, where, like, um, I defended it for a long time. And um, now it seems like the outliers were the first two games. And that we are just what we are. And those first two games were extra good. And our defense just isn't very good. And uh, it's not because the players aren't good. Obviously, they are. We saw them play really well. We've seen them play really well. Um, and I think it's just defensive coordinator. And, yeah, I think he's, uh, you know, he should play out the season. And um, we should see where where we end up. But I'm not feeling too good about it. Take all that extra assistant pool money that Coach Elliott got with his uh, extension and go hire yourself a, a good defensive coordinator that can come in here and teach guys not to play 10 yards off their receiver, right? I don't understand. I, I just don't understand that. Like, we play prevent defense the entire game, and it's like, what are you doing? And then so even that late game. Brian, you're wrong. We do not play prevent defense. If we played prevent defense, we would have prevented something. <laughs> we play accept defense. Do whatever you want. Game, I think they were like it was like a twenty yard play or a twenty five yard play, and we played so far off they almost got the first down like on a regular pass play. When it was like the reason you play off that time because you don't care, right? As long as they don't get a first down, it's all good. You win, and it's like they still almost got the first down because we played so far off, and it's like why? Why are we doing that? Oh, I, I really, I mean, hope is not how you win games, but I really hope that. Coach Elliott has talked to Fuquay and it's new over this past week, and they figure out something. They figure out someone because if, if we play defense the way we d- have been playing in these past couple of games, it's going to be Coastal Carolina version two, bigger, better, and stronger and faster all over us. I mean, App State could you know if we if we play what he did against Coastal, fifty one points to zero, it could be way way worse. So. Yeah, I think for uh, I was looking through my text messages with David from ULM, and I think it was at the half. I said, "Is it weird being Atlanta and GSU sports fan?" I talked about us winning big on the podcast. Then that feeling is now slowly eroded, and now that we are up thirty-five to seven, I almost feel more nervous than when the game started. <laughs> like, I literally felt more nervous. Like, oh shit, we're up this big. How are you going to screw this up with our defense? That, that is higher, my thought. 
entire you set me up that that inevitable fall. We've been we've been trained not only by Georgia State by by all of our our franchises. You know, I yeah. mean it's it's our nature. It's what we're we've gone accustomed to. So <laughs> I, I think what are, what are your realistic predictions on the game this this week? Win by three. Win by three. Yeah, I love it, Ryan. I love I love the positivity. Tim, what you got? Win by losing. Win by what? More. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, what does that I, mean? Uh, I don't. I just don't think we're gonna win. Uh, we'll lose I, by two. What it means is we lose so bad that Fuquay uh, does seventeen. Not- we'll lose by seventeen. If it's if it's winnable, I'm always gonna say we win. You know what I mean? Like like the, there's no reason why we shouldn't be able to beat App State. I know that we've had some rough games, but there's just no reason we should not be able to compete with them. It's really atrocious that we haven't thus far. Uh, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, so I, I looked at some of the numbers against App State, and uh, we have scored in our six contest with, with App State. We have scored sixty points. We're averaging ten points a game. They're averaging over thirty eight points a game against us. Wow. Wow, they've been wow. killing us, huh? Yeah, look, it's kind of skewed a little bit because the very first game against us, they did win 44 to 0. So that definitely uh, doesn't hate things. But the one thing I did notice was their rushing offense, because I, I looked at stats, I had to talk to them. So I looked at some stats today. Their rushing uh, offense is not great. Actually, sorry, it's, it's all right. Their passing offense is garbage. They've got crap for passing offense. Oh, so, yeah. So as good as the rushing may be, we had a, our defense has been pretty good at that. Yeah, we've been decent there. Yeah. If, they're, if, they're, if their passing offense is not great and it's going to be a little rainy out there, maybe they don't throw it as much as they would normally, uh, at least at the beginning of the game, that is a chance for us to kind of get a little bit of an edge. But it's going to come down to our offense keeping their defense off the field. Yeah, they're, I think next, next Monday you're going to go out there, you're going to look at the stats, and you're going to be like, man, their passing offense is great this year. <laughs> I put that in my notes. I actually put making pad their stats on rushing or padding offense against us this week. <laughs> All right. So here we go. If we have a really good game, meaning quad is firing all cylinders, Coates is rushing and apps not stopping him. I'll go with you, Ryan. We'll win by three. If that perfect equation is not working, we lose by 17 plus. Yeah. So, and, and win by three, I'm counting on a kid. With a mediocre defense. Got to have that too. Yeah. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. All right. We're already hitting it right at an hour. So let's, uh, we can talk a little bit more candidly on last call. I feel like there's, I feel like this game's going to have a good last call discussion tonight. So, uh, we'll, uh, one thing, this game, I'll talk about it later. Uh, Ooh, a teaser. 24 seven sports, their power rankings. I don't, I don't even pay credit, pay attention. To these. I do pay attention, but I don't give seven, them. Seven, three, whatever. I don't even pay attention, but here's what I read. I, say, I pay attention because I pulled up for this, but I, I don't give it any credence or anything. That, that's, the power rankings are stupid. Georgia State comes in behind Troy and Arkansas State, behind Southern, whatever. It's stupid. I think it's fair. We're, 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 we're just not playing at a super high level right now. And so power rankings are generally um, not overall power rankings. They are like where you are in the season. And we have not been playing well. Well, when you, if you ever have two teams that are back-to-back and those teams have played, the team that won the game should be above the other team. And they have Troy above us at six and seven. So I don't always, I don't always agree. But um, well, well, you're, you're not always right. So we got that going for us too. So. Sometimes I am, in fact, wrong. It's true. So what were we? Seven? We went seventh. 
The only two behind us are South Alabama, Texas State, and Monroe. That's that's fair. Yeah, I would still put us above Troy. If if you're gonna put yeah. Troy, if you're gonna put Troy at uh, six and us at seven, put us at six. You know, uh, and uh, they put them like right above us. Is it Coastal Hangover or something? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I think, uh, yeah. I don't know. That's weird. Yeah, it's weird. Like if we have the head to head, you shouldn't like put us head to head and have us lower. Right. Right. Especially yeah. because that recent, right? It wasn't like it was the first game or something like that. Oh, yeah, it was, yeah, yeah like, exactly. Before it. Like we and we've given up every game since then. Yeah. Right. Uh, all right. Uh, the Sunbelt games last week. No real surprises there. Southern almost lost to Troy, but didn't. Lafayette it seems to be the normal thing, right? Yeah. Escapes again. Yep. Escapes again, which yeah bodes well for us playing them uh, at the end of this. Well, end of our season. They still have a couple more games after that. Uh, this week, I just got right before we went on. They announced that Monroe and Archie State was canceled for uh, COVID. That got moved back. So we've got uh, Coastal minus eleven at Troy. Sure, I buy that. Uh, Lafayette minus fifteen over South Alabama. Sure, that sounds good. But then uh, Southern minus ten over Texas State. Nope. If I'm if I'm on that game, I'm totally saying. This is not even me being a <laughs> fandom. This is being, like we just said, Southern's not really been that great. No, they'll just play to them. They're not gonna. They're not gonna beat the spread. You know, they're they're like you should always have Southern at um, negative one and a half. Yeah, including their. They're three. gonna play exactly to their opponent, and they're gonna barely squeak by. Yep, exactly, exactly. Uh, do we Tim? Do we talk about the that basketball schedule last week? I can't remember. Uh, not really. Just yeah. briefly. We'll talk about it with other guys. It's kind of weird with the four games, but I guess we can get into that when we get closer to basketball season, which is only in a couple of weeks because apparently the Georgia Tech game is still on the schedule. Yes. I looked today to buy tickets, and the single tickets, they say they're available, but you can't buy them. They haven't figured that out yet. I'm totally going to that game. Just go come to the door and knock on it. You'll get it. All right, come on, Three's Company. Was that Three's Company? Come knock on our door. Exactly. Not that old, dude. Not as old as you. All right, we'll 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 get out of here. We'll get out of here. Uh, Other sports. uh, Women's soccer was in the the Sun Belt Championships last week. They trounced Troy six to one, but then lost to. um, They lose to. They lost to Archie State, number one seed, uh, one zero. So the ladies' uh, season is over. Great season, ladies. Congratulations. Great, great, great season. Uh, Volleyball had a three-game sweep against uh, South Alabama, which is awesome. That's nice. And men's soccer got their uh, retaliation game against Central Arkansas, winning 1-0. So disappointing in the playoffs, but uh, good all the other way around. And the only other game between now, other than football, only the game between now and uh, next episode is men's soccer has another game against Central Arkansas. We just love them. Apparently, I, I was actually looking. I, I really did look today. But like, is Central Arkansas like just in our like? Because then the soccer conference is different than whatever. Like, are they in there? They're not. <laughs> but we're playing them again, and I think it's a guy's last game of the season. I didn't even see any kind of Sun Belt championship posted, so we'll see. Hmm. But that's all I got before last call and me going to the bathroom. Pee so bad. Let's go. Last call. Yeah, I could do it. I could do it. I'm on. I'm on. So I'm. I'm on Guinness tonight, and Guinness just. I. I don't know. There's something about it that really. I mean, I already have a short bladder, and Guinness is. 
I feel like this is definitely a to topic for last call. There's a little teaser here. I feel like Guinness comes out when you're sitting, and Miller Lite comes out when you're standing. So. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Well, thank you to everybody for listening. We are going to do a last call. Check it out. Uh, it'll be available on Friday. Unless you're on our Patreon page, it'll be available immediately. Uh, good time tonight. Good time. Yeah. Yep. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll talk to you later on. Peace. Bye, out. Go Panthers. That's it for us this week. Thank you for listening. Please follow us on Twitter at State of Atlanta or on Facebook at facebook.com slash State of Atlanta. And if you enjoy what you're listening to, please rate and review us on your podcast app. Thank you very much and go Panthers.